is the old Titans. We're sitting here looking at our guests who are giving us strange looks for our music for some reason, but this is John Paul. B-Man. Hard at work, Matt. Coin Operator Brian. Hey, we're giving you hard looks for the music. It's for your dancing. Oh, okay. Well, you can't play something like that <laughs> no, and you... not, you know, really get into it. I guess. I just sat here, but... You could dance, actually. I am a child I'm of the 90s, you dance, so. you, Yeah, you're, you're more... Of, I, are, you, are you that old? I thought, thought you were more a child of the aughts, you know, the 2000s. I am 25, sir, an 25. adult. Okay. I uh, pay bills. <laughs> you know, okay, I get it. I get it. Um, Technically, he pays your salary. He pays taxes, which pays your salary. So you actually work for him. Is that right? Wait, don't I we, also pay taxes, which pay us out. Don't we just pay for ourselves at that point in time? Actually, I think you're right. I think we all yeah. pay for ourselves, don't we? I have no ruler. <laughs> there's a I great, have my own boss. There's a great idea. If you're a state employee, you don't have to pay taxes because it's just extra work for somebody to have to turn and give it back to you. Yeah, that's true. Agree. That's a good idea. Let's look into that. Make this happen, from taxes. Make this happen. Okay, well, we'll figure that out. Um, other crazier things are happening these days in <laughs> politics. <laughs> it, it, it could. Just add that to the list. All right. Well, it's been a couple weeks. We had a um, fun live episode from the Florida MegaCon, which we're going to recap here it was a little live? bit. You posted it live? Well, we recorded it while we were alive, so well, we'll call we, it live. We, every episode is technically live. Yeah, but we were actually on the floor with the, with the masses. It was live from us. MegaCon. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Live from MegaCon. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But before we get to that, a long time ago in a... Um, well, it probably wasn't a room far, far away because it's probably this room. But uh, the B-Man had a question for us, which we're going to try to remember what our answers were. If a song comes on the radio and makes you think of a movie, like, every single time, what song is that? All right. You want me to start it off? You start it off. Okay. Yes. Get these guys second to think I went, of Yeah, I went through several choices, as usual. Okay. Give um, us one this time. I, well, I'm going to tell you the ones I said okay. no to. Okay. First, I eliminated everything that was John Williams. Figured that probably didn't come <laughs> on the radio. But it's hard because think about it. I mean, you don't get much more iconic than John no, Williams. No, you don't. And I have heard him on the radio, like on a classical music station. It, it happens very so often. You listen to classical music? Yeah. I'm not surprised. It's, it's not all the time, but I have. Okay. Um, so I eliminated that. I also eliminated, even though it still falls into the same area, it doesn't really count as classical. I eliminated the... Dun-dun. Which is also uh, Williams. Yes, that's why it falls okay. in that, but it's not classical music necessarily. It's just okay. kind of a beat. Okay. Yeah, it sounds good. You can't dance to it. Okay. I'm sure you can dance to it. Yeah, but um, one I came close to going with. This is my runner up. You got a friend in me. I love I love that. You know, and it just I, I didn't want to think about it too much because then I'd start thinking about the end of Toy Story Three and I'd start talking about it and we'd be four grown men all crying because Does it come he, in the radio ever though? Um, I, I have heard that one as well. Sometimes. Does it really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Usually more in commercials, but, you know. But no, the one I have heard on the radio quite a bit because of the time stations I listen to, the one that it is not the theme song to the movie. And I was, I was trying to avoid the theme songs. I went with a song that was somewhere else in the movie that made me think of it. Although most people think of it as a theme song. Perfect song for Mr. Jerry Reed, the master himself, Eastbound and Down. If you hear Eastbound and Down... Do you not just immediately want to start riding too fast in your car and talking on the CB radio? And so you actually speed is what you're saying. No, I don't. I don't no, I, I don't. But don't, don't you want to do that? As soon as you start hearing it. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that people understood what I was talking about. It's um, well, we we have a young audience, you know, yeah, so yeah. they probably don't. 
that's, that's uh, from a movie called Smokey and the Bandits. I've yeah. heard of Smokey and the Bandits. When uh, Burt Reynolds had hair. This is Burt Reynolds had hair. This was when there was something called a CB radio. This was a radio that went two ways. They actually still exist. I'm trying yeah, to remember. It's like a phone? It's kind of like a phone, but, <laughs> but it wasn't. And you had channels, and you changed the channel, and you... you uh, so right, over a good there. buddy and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And you're looking for pigs on the road so that way you could speed quicker, lot lizards, all that fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that everybody should know. And when they hear that song, they should start singing along and just... Okay. That, that, that was mine. That's See, what I had to go with. I'm actually going to give you my runner rub. Okay. And unfortunately, it's never on the radio, but it's an amazing song. Yep. Queens Who Wants to Live Forever. Me? Okay. You do? Okay. Oh, that wasn't a question. I okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, they, you know Queen. They, yeah, yeah. Amazing band. Amazing song. Highlander. Highlander. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's not on the radio all the time. Not often. I've, I've heard it once or twice in like 30 years. Yeah. The one I still hear to this day, you know, 30 years later, is it 30, maybe? Highway to the Danger Zone. Still comes on the radio. Top Gun right away, man. I'm going 100 miles an hour in the company van. We we, we have the young Matt over here. Who's I, I mean, it's Kenny Loggins, uh, yeah. right? Yes, yeah, Kenny Loggins. Yeah. I actually think more Top Gun. Archer than uh, Top Gun. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. That makes it really? more Archer. Anytime oh. I hear Kenny Loggins, it makes yeah. oh. Archer. Okay, well, I mean, they're a little bit younger than we are. I know, a but bit. oh. Uh, well, a little more a little, than a little bit. Brian's I'm like in the middle of you Brian's in the middle of you Yeah, you're in the middle, but oh. Yeah, you with me, right? You with me in this one? Top Gun, <laughs> Tom Cruise, Top Gun, Iceman. I yeah. love Tom Cruise, but I've never seen Top Gun. Really? Yeah, that's actually um, an American of you. It's a very American movie. Okay, I mean, how about this? Cruise. Do you like Star Wars? Yeah. Are you with most people and did not really care for Hayden Christensen as the young Anakin Skywalker because his acting really was. On not existent. With everybody else in the movie. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, I agree. No, yeah, no, he wasn't. He was not great. <laughs> okay. Watch Top Gun. There is the young Anakin Skywalker. Tom Cruise in that movie, in that character. That's what should have been the young Anakin Skywalker. It would have been perfect. But, well, we didn't get that. That's good know, movie, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good movie. movie. great song. Perfect I, for me. I guess you have to be born in the 70s to like that movie because I didn't the like it. Really? Yeah. I was born in the 60s and I still liked it. Eh, close enough. Okay. <laughs> 70s <laughs> or before. Yeah. But it just, like I saw it, I was like, this not for me because it was back in the era of like speed like over excess and stuff like that I was like eh, I didn't like it a little bit of Cold War stuff yeah. going on you know you know when they take the Polaroid with the, with the MIG and all that stuff yeah. Is stuff Polaroids, like by the way, kids, were these fantastic. Oh, no, the hipsters know what they are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, they, they brought those back. Are they okay. back? Yeah, right. we brought them no back. Sure. Yeah, we brought them back. Sure. <laughs> I'm glad you brought those things back. I love Polaroids. Yeah, oh, they're, they're fun. Great. Where do you buy one of those now? I yeah. don't. You got to go and no, like. No, you can buy them at the Urban Outfitters, Amazon. No, no, no only well, if you want to be a, a, you know, fake. You got to go to like a legitimate antique shop, spend $300 on it. No, you can go to Goodwill, get one for five bucks. That's true. That would work. That would be just and as legitimate. And just and say you got it from yeah. the antique shop. Because I think it's called like the Polaroid Project or something like that, where they actually brought it back because they bought out a oh, lot of the cool. old factories yeah. from Kodak and whatnot to make Kodak, it boys and girls. No, I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> Kodak got its name from when you used to hit the shutter. It used to go Kodak. And that's its original name. It's from upstate New York, probably around the Buffalo area. Anyway. Thank you for that. I know. Come so, to Brian. So we're going to go with age first. Uh, come to Brian. Do you have a song that you would go with? I'm going to go with Singing in the Rain yeah, works. for A Clockwork Orange. And wow. that does it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would, 
know the song, yes, but I would never put it with that movie. When I was in high school, like, I saw the movie, and that was the one thing that got me, like, really messed up, was seeing Malcolm McDonald sing that song while he's doing what he's doing to that, that couple and all that stuff. And the history of it is, is that that's the only song he actually knew in its entirety. So they go, okay, sing a song. Okay, sing. And in the rain, you're like, ooh, this is going to be kind of weird. <laughs> Which it was a good movie. Up. Good movie, though. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's just, so we're singing, that's one of the ones, because all the other songs are like, you know, I had the Tigers too, on the nose. I mean, that, that almost feels like doing like raindrops keep falling on my head with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, though. I mean, that's, it's like two things that don't well, belong well, together. Well, funny thing, uh, for raindrops for me, it's uh, Clerks 2, the go-kart scene. Okay, yeah, Ooh. I can get I that. I'm like all the messed up movies, but yeah, for me, it's Singing in the Rain, Clockwork Orange. Complete random. What song was in 12 Monkeys that kept playing for Bruce Willis? Because that was in my head a while ago. Statler Brothers, Flowers on the Wall. That's what it was, okay. Seen the Statler Brothers in concert many, many times. There's a, there's a dating me here. Yes, so, um, I'm surprised. Statler Brothers are fantastic. One of the best <laughs> groups that ever existed on the face of the planet. Yeah, man. <laughs> Mr. How did it work, Matt? Here we yeah. go. <laughs> How did it work? Um, I, see, mine's actually a good one. I went with the Carpenters, uh, Superstar. It always reminds me of High Tension. I don't know if anybody here has even seen that movie, but it's like... A, no, everything from the Carpenters. Is a French horror film? Yeah, French horror yeah. film. And it's kind of that same deal where like somebody's getting their head beat in with a baseball bat, and it's like, don't you remember? Told me you love me, baby. I'm actually with you in that one now. Yeah. Wasn't like half the movie in English, half the movie just, just yeah, it, was, it, over it and, was a uh, weird movie. You find out at the end that you the know, girls is crazy, yeah, it's a whole thing, but it was cool. Like, I have the scene in my head, so yeah. anytime I hear that song, I think of that scene. Love the Carpenters, I can understand why it would fit yeah. sort of in a weird way. So there. Like, I'm glad I don't have that image in my head because <laughs> the Carpenters for me are the sit back, relax, yeah. <laughs> peaceful, serene, wonderful, just listen to Karen Carpenter's voice, which was so pure and so perfect, and it was so tragic, she died so early, but I don't want it married with that image right there, so I'm never going to watch this that movie. Was, that was a good movie, actually. It was. Yeah, I did enjoy it. I, I, I don't doubt it. I think like the late 90s and the early 2000s had like the best horror films for a while there, just the suspense, all that stuff. I think um, Hostel just kind of destroyed A lot of twists in yeah. those days, yeah. I think Hostel just destroyed all that franchise and just went gore, more gore. And See, I, I hated Hostel. People loved it. I thought it was so boring. I can't do Hostel. There's one scene in there that just gets me. I'm like, I'm good. Okay. So, yeah, the Carpenters. Smash your head with a baseball bat, Carpenters. Say we go. I'm impressed we got the Carpenters and Singing in the Rain. Yeah. From the younger side. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, that, that's I, I'm, I probably I'm had the most recent now. song. Mm-hmm. I probably had the most recent song at all. Of yes, us. oh, absolutely. Crazy. Yeah. I think I had the oldest movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, the oldest movie. Was oldest that, song too. Yeah, that's before Smoking the Bandit. I believe so because I think the song definitely is. Yeah, I think the song is. Yeah, Clockwork Orange came out like seventy five, seventy four, and Clockwork Orange came out in seventy seven. Or not, uh, Smoky came out in seventy seven. Okay, I think somewhere there. Yeah, in the range. Who knows. Alrighty. Do you want to play trivia one day, man? You're like a trivia <laughs> genius. Me and my wife should get together. I would just win everything. I would just sit there. All right. So we're going to move on to the news. I have a whole two news items. Both DC, right? Both DC. Both Wonder Woman. Okay. And it's that's in tribute to the fact that in two days from now, it is two, one of your John Paul's favorite two movies. Two days, ever. six hours, and nine minutes. The lights will go down, and I will be watching 
And well, we, actually, and the commercials and then the trailers, but... Shortly after to, that. <laughs> well, three hours. 30 minutes after. I'll be watching Wonder Woman. One of your favorite movies of all time, actually. Well, I don't know that. No, you know that. Actually, no, it probably will not hit one of my favorite movies of all time, because that would take a lot to unsee. It'd be one of your favorite comic movies of all time. Uh, but there's a, probably a good chance yes. of that, based on the early reviews, which is item number one. Okay. Um, currently in Rotten Tomatoes. I know that a few people, uh, I don't know about Matt, but I believe um, Hard at Work Nick had said he didn't want to see it unless it had a good score on yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it a 50 or above. Well, it currently has a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have seen it. Uh, this isn't just like, you know, small numbers. A lot yes, of people. up to 50 or more reviews, right? Yeah, quite a few. Now, yes, there's no question it'll go down. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. They always start at a level and then will descend. But starting there, um, it currently is higher than any Marvel movie in existence. <laughs> oh, God. Currently. It, it will not end the, at 96. No. It'll end, I'm, I'm guessing it'll end between 90 and 93 based on the early reviews. I'll probably go on 82 or end at hmm? 82, is my guess. Hmm? I'm going to say it's going to be around Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 range. Which is currently like, what, an 88 or yeah, something like cause that? Yeah, because I think, because that's what happened with Guardians of the Galaxy 2, a lot of big reviews, 96, 90. And then when the critics just hate everything saw it, <laughs> it dropped it down to the 80s. They so. do hate everything. They do hate everything, yes. Except for Get Out. Everyone still loves Get Out. I think that still has like a 99%. Get Out, huh? Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen that yet. It's pretty good. Well, just... the only place that it's not going to get a boost in ratings, oh, that's my second news story, Lebanon. They're planning on banning this movie because it stars an Israeli actress mm. in the lead role. Oh. Um, I have a feeling that's probably not going to hurt its box office take all that much. Probably not. It'd probably actually help it. People Because people hearing about this, yeah. yeah. Now, Suicide Squad being banned in China hurt it quite a bit. It would have made another $100 million um, worldwide based on that. But It had more negative reviews too, I bet. What, Suicide Squad? Yeah. I don't know. You never know. They love everything. Do they love everything? Every, they they every, love World of Warcraft. So that's true in that game. Oh man. <laughs> no, I'm actually really surprised by the reviews because it's no, it's no. You know, I, I let it be known. I don't like the DC movies. Um, I'm very I'm surprised you. that this is so highly regarded. I am a little worried because I have gone through Rotten Tomatoes and read some of them. That it kind of seems like it's getting this um, girl power push. Okay. Which, I mean, I don't think that will stop it from being a good movie, but I do think it might be a little inflated because of that. Uh, kind of like the um, like Iron Fist thing, where like, oh, it's a, some of those people legitimately hated it, and some people hated it because they felt like an Asian guy should be playing the main character. By the way, if I'm not mistaken, when I was looking at the ratings to see where that fell because I didn't know how good 96 was. I, I, like, I looked up Star Wars and, you know, right. things that should be high. Um, I saw the Marvel list and they had the TV shows in there as well. I could not believe how low Iron Fist is on that. I mean, yeah. I want to say it's below um, Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad. Yeah, like it's levels. like a it's, 16 or something. Yeah, it's, it's just ridiculously low. I'm powering through that right now and it's not that great. Okay. It's really not that great. I think it's, after four times we're just doing the same story over and over and over. And that's again. what it is, I think. It's just the same, almost the same setup all the way through. Story, 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 fight, some story, story, and like... I can't take your opinion on any of that stuff serious when you told me you enjoyed Luke Cage, so... I enjoyed the first half of Luke Cage, yes, I did. See, every time I ask you about it, you go back a little no. further, and eventually you'll be I like that first episode. It, it that was, first episode was no, real good. Up until... 
spoilers, Cottonmouth died, which is episode nine, I think. I enjoyed <gasps> it. Cottonmouth died? Yeah. Is that... <gasps> I can't watch it now. I can't watch it now. But after he died, a new hero, a new villain came in, the Diamondback, which is so over the top. I'm like, okay. I think I'm one of the only few people who actually enjoyed Luke Cage for, for I guess his cultural aspect and all that stuff. Because like the story, it's a Marvel story. We know what it was, but it was different from all the other ones because it touched upon so many different issues that we don't normally see from day to day stuff. And then Luke Cage was a very powerful person, and he was like, I could destroy this entire city with my hands but I'm not going to I'm going to work to improve it from the inside is he really that powerful he's pretty powerful I mean he's bulletproof he's yeah, can, yeah I mean until they have those bullets that just you know that everybody has them all of a sudden yeah, yeah. everybody's got these bullets all of a sudden everybody can shoot Luke Cage that's another one though you're, you, you're right and I thought all those things were very well handled but they didn't make a good show but everybody was like no it's awesome because of these things no it wasn't awesome because I, of those things. I those things were enjoyable. The show was bad. I don't know why he was just so obsessed with getting coffee with like everybody. He was like, hey, do you want to get some coffee? I was like, what's with the coffee? <laughs> he, he, he wanted to hang out with HR over the Flash, and they were uh, both obsessed with coffee. You know what it was? I, like, I'm, I trust John Paul for this all the time, for like in DC stuff, simply because they're DC. I've always been a big Luke Cage fan. Yeah. That I kind of think I like those movies better. It's a show better than it really was. In fact, I love Luke Cage. Yeah. I will say the actor... Playing Luke Cage itself was great. When he needed <laughs> no, more depth, no, he was not. When they gave him anything outside of anything there outside of stoic, he was like, "Oh, right. you want me to act now?" Yeah, he, I can't he, he do struggled that. with that, right? But playing the stoic hero, he was great at. Sure, but you he, need more than that. If he you're was gonna like, give you, "You're gonna give me 13, 13 episodes, thirteen episodes of somebody. Right. Give me somebody that can act." Well, he was Shia LaBeouf. He can do one role, and that was all he could do. Ian <laughs> Stevens. Even Stevens. We're getting away from Wonder Woman. That's okay. No, that's okay. <laughs> no, that's that's good. It, that actually made me think. It, thinking along those lines, you mentioned Shia LaBeouf, you talk about that one-note actor or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between a one-note bad actor and a one-note really good actor. perfect example is John Wayne. John Wayne did not exactly have a huge range. Yeah. However, he was great. As long as he had a script that gave him stuff to work with in his range, he did a fantastic job. But don't look for, you know, you know, a Dustin Hoffman or yeah. a Meryl Streep or those level actors. Don't look for that. But within that range, he's incredible. And some of these people just don't have that. Well, that's Al Pacino is as well. Al Pacino yeah. has that one role we can play amazing. <laughs> Go outside that box, not so much. Yeah. Probably a little further than Sheila Buff. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's most people are. See, I don't... Mm. Have you seen Fury? I've not seen Fury, no. Fury, Shia LaBeouf's in it, and he's awesome. Oh, I, I like him. Does he say no, no, no a hundred times? No. No, 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 no. He was awesome in that. Sure. Everybody was awesome in that. Shane from The Walking Dead was in it. I forget that guy's name. John Bernthal. Um, yeah. Brad Pitt was awesome in it. Like, that was just a very well-made movie. Same guy that made Suicide Squad. <laughs> How he fell so far. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> now, you said Brad Pitt. I just got a new song stuck in my head from Reservoir Dogs, where he cuts off the guy's ear. I was stuck in the middle with you. Please, some more terrible oh. imagery. No, wait, please, please. Okay, you pick a song. I'm looking at B Man here. You pick a song that celebrates this flying and life and yeah, I know. emotion I, and wonderfulness. I pick a song about these people enjoying driving around and enjoying life and fun. And these two people sitting here next to us. It's the younger guess, generation. Is that, yeah, the head bashed in with a baseball bat. Uh, and a hostile didn't just destroy the horror thing, it destroyed the rest of the world. My mind just went on a horrible tangent because you said Brad Pitt. I'm like, oh man, Brad Pitt was great in Glorious Bastards. Like, yeah, Quentin Tarantino was a great movie. 
Stuck in the middle. Oh, no. What's wrong with me? He was in Reservoir Dogs. No, uh, Quentin Tarantino. I know Tarantino. he did, but you went like this. Brad Pitt wasn't in Glory. I know. It was, like, it was a clear you, you, you line did the, of fault You did the there. Kevin Bacon it. thing there. Yeah, going I did the six <laughs> degrees of a song in a movie. Which was one I almost thought about. Also, it was Footloose. And, Footloose um, is up there. Who was also written by Kenny Loggins, too. And, That's know. true. Kenny Loggins was big back in the 80s. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's a great era for... Happy songs movies. and movies <laughs> that are meaningful and yes, stay with these you and guys make you feel them. good and these don't want you to kill people. Movies. <laughs> well, no, I like a lot of 80s movies, especially Martin Scorsese. His stuff was great in the 80s and late 70s, but that's... I'm, uh, anyway, go... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's great movie. coming out I'm going to go see it Thursday at 8 o'clock. No, so it's a good segue. I noticed that a lot of people at Megacon... See how I brought Megacon yeah, back in there? there bring it back in. Yes. A lot of people at Megacon, a lot of the stars and such, had already seen Wonder Woman because they'd had the premiere and they invited all the different actors and such. And a lot of people were just in the industry in general. A lot of the hosts, um, MCs and such on the panels. Um, every one of them talked about it really well. None of them have anything personal you know, to take from that. Now, you could say yes if you're a Daniel Panabaker or you know Tom Cavanaugh or somebody who's currently an actor on a DC show, you might say, maybe I shouldn't say anything <laughs> negative about this. Yeah, yeah. But you could just avoid saying anything at all. And no one would think anything about it because you they brought it up. It wasn't like it was part of a bigger conversation. On their own brought it up. Um, a couple of the MCs, people who have absolutely nothing to get out of this, uh, brought it up. And all of them uh, talked about how good it was. And then went on with the rest of the panel. And But again, the MC people who are interviewing DC people aren't going to say, oh, this movie was terrible, by the way. This movie you're associated, the company that you're associated with was absolutely terrible. None of them are going to say that. Sometimes. None of them are going to say that. See, here's, I don't think the movie's going to be terrible. I don't. You don't land anywhere in the 90s. It's no, I hope terrible. it's great. But this is a legitimate question. I'm not... Mm-hmm. Trying to be funny. Okay. This is legitimate. You saw Suicide Squad. You saw Batman vs. Superman. You enjoyed both those movies a lot. Yes, you, I did. You put Suicide Squad way high, right? Like, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. So, and And critics, both, and I will say as a sidebar, on both of them, I would have done a lot a lot of stuff different if I was writing or directing it. Sure. I'm not saying they were perfect, but I did enjoy them, yes. Do you worry at all, though, the critics had a certain view on these movies that was not the same as yours, obviously. Do you worry now that if all the critics are liking it, does that mean maybe you won't because it's not going to strike those same chords that the other ones did? No. That's that's a very good question. Um, I don't worry about it because, again, since I said there's a lot of stuff I would have done differently. You could have took it either way. You just did enjoy what you got. I enjoyed what I saw. I think, to your point earlier, when you said you were a big Luke Cage fan and you liked his portrayal of the character of Luke Cage, you said you enjoyed the first half better. Right. There's things you would have enjoyed if you'd done differently, if the story had gone differently in Luke Cage, same thing. If they had chosen a different villain in Suicide Squad, gone more mundane, street level, you know, country dictator, make the Joker the villain, any, any number of things, it would have been a better movie. But I enjoyed it because I enjoyed seeing these characters that I have lived with and read and enjoyed their stories yeah. for the past, well, I won't say 48 years, because I wasn't reading at birth, but, you know, 40 plus years, for 40 plus years, I have read and enjoyed these characters and to get to see them portrayed individually so well. Because I don't think anybody had a problem with any individual performance on any character. You know, Harley Quinn was Harley Quinn for the most part. I, if you did, <laughs> let me know. But, but Batman, most people who hated the idea loved Ben Affleck as Batman. Wonder Woman, um, they loved her. Henry Cavell did a great Superman. I'm actually going to jump in here because Matt actually talked about this on, I believe, your show. 
was Ben Affleck great as Batman, or was he just was he a good Batman? But people were so used to expecting a bad Batman, expecting you know over the top Batman that he was so expected he was good at it that he we overestimate how good he was. He for me, he's the first one who, when I saw him on screen walking around, looked like Batman. Um, the fight scenes looked like a Batman fight scene. It was like somebody picked up the comic and gone, "Yep, I'm going to do that." Okay. And it, you know, especially that warehouse fight scene there at the end. Best Batman fight scene on screen ever. Um, I mean, it's just just cool. Um, I think that's part of what helps me enjoy those movies more is just, you know, it could be somebody you went to high school with, which yeah. is not as far back for you as it is for me. But somebody you went to high school with that maybe at the time were not your best friend, but still connecting with them now. You still enjoy that connecting with them, talking about old times. Somebody you hadn't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. You get to talk about old times, and then you leave. You, you spend a few minutes with them, a couple hours with them, and you leave. Um, when you have your first high school reunion, one of these many decades, I don't know when that'll be. That should just be in like three years, right? Yeah, yeah right. Ten yeah, years yeah. later? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll discover this. You'll discover this um, when you have that. You, you will have a better feeling about a lot of people than you think you will because mm-hmm. of that connection. From the past, and that led me to enjoying those movies because just living in that world. How many video games have you sat down and in the first hour of playing it, you know, especially the RPG style, mm-hmm. just really loved it because you're, you're exploring the environment. Forget about the gameplay and everything else. You're exploring the environment, and this is just really cool. Okay, maybe a few days later, when that that's worn off and you're just enjoying the gameplay, it sucks. That could happen. Well, for these movies, the story was good enough for me to enjoy the story, but I got to enjoy living in those worlds for a couple hours each. And I guess I can't argue with that. I mean, that's, that, that's part of what led me to like it. So Wonder Woman, yes, I'm going to get to live in the Wonder Woman world. So I'm going to enjoy that still. And if the story happens to be better, which lets the critics enjoy it more, that's just even more plus. Do you think if this movie is that much better than all the other ones, I should give this lady... More to do, not Wonder Woman. The Patty Jenkins. Yeah, should should she be taking front seat and driving this boat? Front seat driving. This boat. I think they need to do the rest of I don't think because I mean do obviously yeah. Zack Snyder stepped away. Yeah, yeah Zack Snyder stepped away. I don't think he'll come back at this point. I I don't want him to. Even if I loved his work, just having his name connected to something automatically creates a lot of the yeah. Rotten Tomatoes people just to mark it as low as possible. Yeah. They don't. They they didn't even watch the movie. And Zack Snyder, zero. You know, it's that's just what they're gonna do. Um, to add on to Matt's question, yeah, because I know he asked about the Patty Jenkins and whatnot. Do you think with Wonder Woman being being more well received, and let's say it comes out, it's a huge hit, everyone likes it. Do you think it'll suffer the Avengers effect like Marvel's going through, where all the movies before the Avengers are like, okay, it was okay, it was a decent movie, it was a comic book movie. Avengers hit, they're like, wow, this is this this is what we want. So Wonder Woman now does that, and now becomes everyone with DC. Wow, this is what we want. We want a Wonder Woman movie. Do you think everything after that is just going to follow through with Marvel? Everyone's like, you know, it wasn't as good as this. It wasn't Set the bar. As- Set yeah, the bar there. I'm really yeah. worried about Justice League for that because it being Zack Snyder and it being in that same vein as Batman vs Superman, I feel like it's going to be you know that similar style movie, that similar feel. This yeah. is awesome, and then they take a way step back down, and it's like, ooh, this isn't good. And that's, I'm with Matt totally. Yeah, because that that's one of the things, because yeah. 
like how Matt was uh, with the Patty Jenkins, is she gonna be getting more fearing? Because pretty much after Avengers, Josh Whedon was like, "Do whatever you want, man." You, uh, yeah, you he oversaw a, all that. He was you, making decisions. Yeah, and stuff, he gave yeah. us a billion dollar movie. Let's go do whatever you want. And then all of a sudden, all all movies afterwards are kind of like, yeah, it's okay. He had Guardians. There was a little bit of an outlier. Then all of a sudden, uh, New Guardians. Hey, it was okay. It it has that potential. Um, it's a little bit different in that the first two were received so badly that this is it's going to set the bar differently, but people are still going to be hesitant on each movie. And you're going to have different groups. You're going to have people like us who are going to go into Justice League realizing, okay, this is still the, <laughs> this from is, the old style. Yeah, yeah. And that, that'll, that'll change things a little bit, but it won't destroy the bar. It just, the bar was set. We know what to expect here. We're waiting for the next one. I, that's going to be one group. The general audience... It could have an effect on, but at the same time, so many people went into Batman for Superman with a negative feeling because of all the early reviews, yeah. um, and then Suicide Squad, they went into it with negative because of Batman versus Superman. You had so much of that negative buildup going in. This time, if Wonder Woman does have, this is no pun intended, if Wonder Woman has the legs to really... To go somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. With long legs, yeah. Nice, good one. Yeah. yeah. But if it really does go for a long time in the theater, does really well, stays in that 90-ish range on mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, and everybody has a really positive feeling for it. And she's going to be one of the main characters in Justice League. We know that. People are going to approach that. The general audience. Again, take, take general audience who don't care day to day. When they're not thinking about these movies, they're thinking about life and... Yeah. When the movie shows up, they'll think about it for those two hours. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, they're going to go into it with a much more positive feeling because they're going to be just thinking of Wonder Woman. And yeah. they're going to be focused on that character. And as long as the actress portrays the character as well, they're going to get a little bit of the effect I get because now they have a character to identify with that as long as she's doing a good job in her role, the rest of it won't stand out as much if it's not good. If it's good, great. But if some of the parts are not as good... And they have that one thing to latch on to. Yeah, it, I mean... It might actually help Justice League quite a bit for yeah, that reason. You're right, because talking back about Iron Fist, I know that's like, what, we said 17% or something? Somewhere That there. was still the highest, like, watch thing that month that it came out, mm-hmm. and, and it continued to be in... Like, so the general audience is like, oh, this is more of that thing that I like. So if they like Wonder Woman, they're like, oh, this is yeah. more Wonder Woman. Yeah, I want to see that. Oh, you know, if, if nothing else, no matter what it does for Patty Jenkins' career, no matter what it does for Justice League or the future DC movies, the marketing, starting on June 3rd, June 2nd, June 3rd, June 4th, right in there, starting this weekend, all the way up to November, is going to be much, much, much heavier Wonder Woman focused on the Justice League movie. I mean, you see her when they show all the different characters. I have a feeling every trailer is going to be 50% or more Wonder Woman. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, it was like they were latching on the Batman yeah. because he was he was the hottest thing yeah. out there. And then you had Aquaman from all the fan reviews and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see Wonder Woman. They're going to be like, oh, people like Wonder Woman too? Hey, remember, cool. she's in this movie. Come on. If we show her, we don't have the social cyborg. He looks horrible. And I do have or a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> He's got pads. And I do Why? have a feeling, in the 80s. based on the trailers they've shown so far, if they're true to what the movie is about, Aquaman is going to get kind of the same effect the Hulk got out of the Avengers. Because if you think about it, before the Avengers, nobody cared. The movie, which was great, the Incredible Hulk movie, you know, the second one, we don't pretend the first. We pretend the first one doesn't exist. I would say the second one's great. It was decent. Well, I, again, if you like the the Hulk, and especially if you hated the first movie, 
Yeah, okay. You're like, okay, finally. Yeah, no, I'm the with Hulk. you. I'm yeah. with you. But that movie made everyone love the Hulk. Because of his comic relief bits, I mean, the Loki bang, 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 back and forth. Um, even in the second Avengers movie, punching Thor and doing other stuff. The Hulk the first has, Avengers movie. Did he, well, he did in both of them, didn't he? Did he do it in the first one as well? He did the second yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, they punch him in both. Okay. They punch him? Okay. okay. They, punch they him. have like a continuous thing going on. So, okay. so the Hulk has gotten such a big revival in the movies because of his comedic role, even though you don't think of the Hulk as being comedy, mm-hmm. because of the way they used him in that Avengers movie. Aquaman could be getting that from the way they've shown him um, in the Justice League movie. And the cool thing about that is, unlike Marvel, they've got an Aquaman movie hot on the heels of it. That'll be the next movie, which they're in the middle of filming. So they might actually be taking advantage of it, where why Marvel still hadn't made a Hulk movie, we don't know. Oh, um, no, we do. Yeah, they come out pretty recently. It's because they don't have full-on rights to make. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. so the, that second one, the one that you like, mm-hmm. was made uh, in partnership with... I think it's... Wasn't no, it wasn't Sony. It was Paramount. Yeah, Paramount, Paramount or somebody okay, that Paramount. still has the rights to him for solo movies. That's why they only use him in other people's movies. It's a whole mess. Studio executives, but you're right. If they could, uh, if they could have capitalized on it, that would have been one of their biggest oh, movies. Yeah. And I think they'll be able to do that with Aquaman. Let Wonder Woman build up the interest in Justice League. Let his performance carry them forward into the next Aquaman movie, mm-hmm. which. The next Aquaman movie. The only Aquaman movie. The first underwater character to have a movie. And possibly turning Aquaman into something really, really cool for the general public. I already, I've always thought he was cool. So as a segue, we're pretty much halfway down this episode already. We mentioned MegaCon at all. Which we just finished. It's hey, a recap yeah. episode. Yeah. Who here went to MegaCon? We all did. I yeah, did. We all did. Yeah. Yeah, they can't see your hands. I was, I was there. Yeah. You were there Saturday. I just didn't see you. Yeah, I only texted you three times, and you never texted me back. I, I was wearing Spanish. I tried to see you a few times on Saturday, but I was like, yeah, I was either in a panel or in a line. But there's something. so many people here. You it's could funny. have stood next to him the entire time not to see him. I mean, no, I would have seen him. You but, found me, and I gave you credit for that. Yeah. So start with the youngest. What, what were your general feelings? What was your favorite thing? Your first time, right? Uh, no, I went years ago. Okay. But for no particular reason, really. I went this time as hard at work, Matt, in an effort to mingle with people and give out cards. I gave out cards, um, saw awesome cosplay set in on a couple panels. Um, but my favorite thing we did was we took uh, mug shots, as I was telling you earlier. Yes. We gave, you know, see an awesome cosplay. There's nothing more, like, funny than to see somebody dressed as, like, Pyramid Head from Silent Hill holding a coffee cup. <laughs> Like, it's like the greatest thing. But yeah, I would just walk up like, hey, you're you're awesome looking. Will you hold this mug and take a picture? Thanos drinking coffee. That's yeah, how, some yeah, people okay. respond to that very well. And some people are like, I don't know how I feel about this because I don't really understand awkward, what's going on. But I'm getting my picture taken, so I don't really yeah, care. It's like, yeah, all the cosplayers are so nice. And they all, you know, they know they're going to be asked to take pictures and stuff. So 90% of them were cool. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely do that. So what was your favorite thing then? Was it taking those pictures? Or yeah, there... taking the pictures definitely. It was my favorite like cosplay I saw though was Pyramid Head because that guy had. You're probably not familiar. I I discovered that two thirds of the costumes at this convention were anime or video game oriented. Yeah, and I had no idea what they were. It was much fewer costumes than normal. I thought, but. Um, what I saw, I didn't even recognize most of them. It, it was it was very weird. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like I walked by a million anime characters that I was like, "You're clearly an anime character. Yeah. I don't know who you right. are, though." But and, yeah. and you don't and you don't know are you a anime character or are you just 
Oh, you put on the wig and a dress and going. <laughs> are you an or you're an anime character? Yeah. Well, I think at that point you're like a weeb or a wafu or a senpai. So, so he mm. just said three words I don't know. Right, so I'm with you. That's, that's the point I'm making. But no, Pyramid Head is he's from a game called Silent Hills, a horror game, and the guy like was completely dedicated to. It. He has this huge like. Pyramid, pyramid, on, pyramid his on his head. Uh, he's like on stilts, and he's like doing this weird walk. And I walk up. And you have a sword too? Maybe. Yeah, they have, they have okay. a long sword. Um, That's the only way you're going to recognize him if he's carrying a sword. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> not the pyramid head. <laughs> <or> the stilts. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious, actually, what the big sword. And he had like a handler with him. I guess because he couldn't see very well, and I was like, "Hey, can you take a picture with this mug?" And he just turned his head. The pyramid swings over. He looks at the guy, and he's like, "Can you take a picture with this mug?" <laughs> and he like grabs his hand, holds it out for him, puts a mug in it, walks walks out of frame, takes the picture. We walk away. It was awesome. Hey. It was the greatest thing. So yeah, that okay. was my my best uh, MegaCon moment. Pyramid. What about you, Brian? What about you? I think I know what your favorite moment was, but you get to tell it if it was that. Not. For me, it was just meeting all the comic book guys, and it was a huge DC thing this year. Uh, there was a lot of Marvel stuff as well, just meeting a lot of those comic book guys. Todd McFarlane made a surprise appearance to cheer up Greg Capullo. That's the one I thought you'd go with, was meeting him. Yeah, that was pretty cool. He he was a nice guy. I know you guys had different opinions about it. He seemed pretty chill, so... Oh, I love his art. Yeah. I actually love his art. But my interaction with him was like maybe all of a minute, if that. Yeah. Uh, the Batman guys were really cool. Scott, Scott Snyder was really cool. Uh, Dan Slott was hilarious. <clears throat> In one of the panels I went to, he was there. He said his name was Jeff Slope, so half the people were like, oh my god, it's Jeff Slope. <laughs> and they were like, oh no, it's not Jeff Slope, never mind. <laughs> and then the other half was like, who's Jeff Slope? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, he wrote Batman. Anyway, so got to talk to him. Yeah, so wow. I got to talk to him for a little bit. And when he was signing my Spider Man stuff, I'm like, can you sign the Jeff Slope? He goes, oh no, that's, that's just a joke. He told me the story of it. Like, some guy, he was on a panel, some guy was just there, this hanging by his boot just annoying the heck out of him and he goes who are you I write comics what do you write uh, Spider-Man why are you famous that type of stuff and then finally he just cuts in line from everyone signed this puts a piece of paper so he goes Jeff Loeb <laughs> in really big letters so so That's that was good. so just me and those guys were really fun saw a lot of cool cosplay that was different and whatnot. yeah so how about you be, man? What was your favorite thing? In uh, this year, the first time I took my daughter to it. Six years yeah. old, she went there. You... No, no, five years old. Oh, she's five she's years old now. Con, yes. She's six now. Yes. You she's... don't even know how old your daughter is? No, she was, well, she turned six literally the day before Megacon happened. Mm. And six years old over, you get to pay for her. So I might oh, have... Oh, so you lied. I might have lied a little bit, oh, yes. man. I don't blame you. Well, the funny thing about it was I went there in line and, like, to get her a little wristband she needed still. And the lady asked me, can you prove she's six? I mean, can you prove she's five? And I look at him like, how can I prove this? <laughs> well, we said the website to bring a birth certificate. I didn't look the website. I didn't see it anywhere that said that. But I'm like, I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, but she's five. Which, I mean, the 24-hour thing doesn't really count, I guess. Kind of, but still. Different for which, zone. For what she did and the amount of space she took up, probably not a big deal. No. And she, she wanted a lot of things, and I bought a lot of things for her, probably too much than I should have. So she made the money for them. Yeah, yeah, I saw on Facebook you had a picture of her with Penny's worth. Pennywise. 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 Yes. And I was like, that's awesome. He doesn't yeah. have a kid anymore. That clown stole it, but yeah. it's cool. That is an awesome picture. <laughs> the it's a is. creepy, eerie picture. Yeah, they, they had a good couple of pictures together. Um, that was actually her godfather, so it, it, it's kind of a lot. Yeah. It's kind of a 
kind of. Kind of. It's, 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 it's still creepy. The funny thing is, people were kind of avoiding him at first, and she runs right up to him and just hugs a barrel hug. Hmm. He almost mows him down. Um, it's weird at first, kind of creepy, and yeah. yeah. But it was cool. I, I think we enjoyed it. Into Sharky then? Did you? Yeah, because there was like a couple of clowns at the very beginning. He was at Thursday's Pennywise. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I probably ran into him. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, he was the one carrying balloons. The other one wasn't not carrying a balloon. Yeah, then, yeah, I, I saw him a few yeah. times. Okay. Um, it was fun. I enjoyed um, the whole show. Um, it did feel like a lot fewer people this year. Um, I don't know if that's because of the different venue or spread out more or whatever, but it felt like a whole lot fewer people. But that actually helped getting around the aisles, except for Saturday during the worst part of the day, of course. That's always crazy. But it helped being able to get up the aisles and see everybody. I uh, got to meet Pat Broderick, um, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, um, probably my favorite moment is one that um, was a complete surprise. We went to see Gina Torres, Zoe from Firefly, fantastic actress, plenty of other things as well. Went to see her panel. She's an incredible woman. Um, her presence there on stage, she just she held everybody's attention. You know, some people just have that kind of presence when they're talking, and she did. Um, we went down, ran into B Man, others standing around talking, and my wife had been drinking a bottle of water. And she had finished it, and I was like, oh, would you like me to go throw that away for you? Because she was in heels and such, and it was hard to walk, so I volunteered. I took it and walked out of the area, threw away the bottle of water. Nice, you know, nice husband that I am. And on the way back, as I'm coming back into the autograph area, here comes Gina Torres, walking past, closer than I am to the B-man right now. Like, oh, you were so fantastic, you were wonderful, you know, thank you very much. And she turns and says hi, and says, oh, I appreciate that, I had a moment with Gina Torres that I did not anticipate. So that was probably my favorite moment. Just a little, little bitty no, I mean, moment. that's great. You're with yeah. your family all, all weekend long, and your favorite moments with Gina Torres. Well, you know. I'm going to tell you like this, by the way. I'm okay, going to call well, her right now. She probably would agree. I don't, yeah, I don't blame him. It's well, fine. It's whatever. Yeah, my girlfriend's like, yeah, I lost him to, the, to Scott Snyder. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're down to our last three minutes. And you're right. We didn't talk about Megacon much in our Megacon recap episode. Okay. And that's okay, because we had fun. Um, is there any last Megacon things we want to mention before we get to the B-Man question of the week, which he's trying to think of. So I'm going to look at our guests <laughs> and say, do y'all have um, any last Megacon thoughts? I thought they keep improving every single year from when I, I've been going for Megacon for 14 years now. Right. So every single year they keep getting better and better. Ever since Fan Expo bought them out, they keep improving. They never regress to a different state. They never, let's say parking's been a pain. They fixed the parking. They said spacing has been a pain. They fixed the spacing. So they're always fixing everything. So that's one thing I like about MegaCon. They are improving more and more each year. I'd say the only thing they didn't improve is the training for their staff. Their staff oh, were wonderful. Yeah, Everybody yeah. that helped me, that I asked questions of, were very friendly and helpful. Loved them all. They were great. However, they admitted they got zero training. Yeah. And the company <laughs> needs to improve that part because... A lot of people, I'm sure, got upset at the staff at times, which was not their fault. I mean, if you ask them, which way is registration? And they've not been told where registration is. Can you yeah. blame them for telling you wrong? Um, so that that was something that needs improving. But the people were all great. Yeah. And then the last thing, I'm going to miss Stanley being there all the time. Yeah. That's going to be one thing I'm going to miss. Yep. Yeah, that was his last appearance. Did anybody else? You saw him? Yep. I saw a real big picture of him. You saw a big picture of him. Like I saw pictures of him, him as well. There are right. definitely pictures of him there, yes. All right, so B-Man, yes. in these last few moments, have you thought of a B-Man uh, question? I, I did, I did, I did. All right. If you could meet one person in the comic industry today, whether it's artist, writer, or actor in one of the shows, who would it be? Do they have to be alive? 
have to be alive Absolutely. today. today, yes. I mean, you can just go to the grave if you want yeah, to. I mean, this was a hypothetical. I didn't oh, no, know. This was hypothetical. Okay. All right, I got it. I got it. That works. All right. All right, so for John Paul. B-Man. Hard at work, Matt. Uh, coin operated, Brian. We are out of here. And yes, I'm still dancing. <laughs> it's weird having to see you guys